Hi guys, it's Mark from the Broken Veteran Podcast. You can support the podcast by going to GoFundMe forward slash the hyphen broken hyphen veteran hyphen podcast and donating however much or however little you can. It just helps us keep this going uh, and putting out more content and more episodes. Now, on to this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Broken Veteran Podcast with me, Mark Wallace, and him, Stuart Davis. Stewie, what's going on, dude? Same old, same old. Sucks, COVID's crap. Um, yeah, cold is crap. That's why you've got that husky, yeah. dulcet tones. Yeah. The chicks love, yeah. Dying over the weekend, <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, we're like, no. Not yeah. drinking? Uh, no. Just yeah. dying. Yeah. Just dying, yeah. Horrendous. Obviously, after the horrific week I had last week on the sick, um, <laughs> on on the old Pat and Mick, I, um, I'm back in work now. Just taking it easy. But I'm on, I've started this new restrictive diet. Less fats, you know, more veg. So I've eaten it. You may have noticed when you came in, <laughs> there's a bit of a brusly sprout smell about the place. That was the wife. <laughs> Why does she blame the dog? No. Um, yeah, yeah, so I've been trying to stick to it the best I can. And I'm doing all right, but we're only sort of a few days into it. And, but I'm not drinking coffee. Um, Whoa. I've been none. none. I've had no coffee in nearly two weeks. Wow. And I, and I had a horrific headache last week. And I was like, oh, it's obviously because I'm ill, but, but I reckon it was the old caffeine going, what's going on, dude? <laughs> we need to. Yeah. But now I've got, because you know I'm into my coffees, I've got tons of coffee here. That, you know, and eventually I'm going to get back on it. And now I am. You have to sell down the decaf route. It's, it's. If your boyfriend drinks decaf, is he really your boyfriend? Yeah. Is he? No. No, no. Is your boyfriend your girlfriend if he drinks decaf? Decaf was always the code, wasn't it? I love decaf, it means you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I will go down decaf route. I don't think (laughs) he's going to lower himself to that level, do you mean? (laughs) Just go with it. It'd be like saying, you know, I was in the military, I was in the RAF reg. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I served in the infantry. Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, I served in the infantry. I was in the RAF yeah. I'd done the five miler of death. Yeah, of death. Um, savage that. Yeah, it? yeah, absolutely savage that. Mm-hmm. You're like Christ. You fucking weirdos. <laughs> yeah, it's we, the way he compares. You know, he builds the story after that. Yeah, like, the Marines have got their thirty miler. We have five <laughs> five miles of you walking along, bimbling and talking to each other. Five miles, you build it up against the Marines there yard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we've got five yeah. miles of death. <laughs> five miles of strolling yeah. lightly with your lunch in your backpack. And you can stand toe-to-toe with them in the bar. You're like, uh, no. No, <laughs> no, no, you can't. You can stand toe-to-toe in the bar with the cadets. Yeah, I don't know. You won't be in the bar because we're underage. But we could probably still drink you under the table. <laughs> Yeah. I know we give the RF a fucking rough time, but you know what I mean. It's we give deserved. everyone a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the Navy lads there, that's a bit different. They're, they're, uh, if you're drinking decaf, you just as well go there next. Yeah, no, I tell you what though, I did a I did a boat patrol around the Falklands with some Navy lads, and they can fucking drink. They were. They're, uh, they're, they were good lads. Uh, HMS Dumbarton Castle. Was the tip boat that we were on? Dumbarton Castle. That's yeah, it was cool. It was a minesweeper. It was good, good times. Uh, what else happened this week? Loads. Have you seen the school where our kids go? We've got to wear a mask on the playground now when you're picking them up. Which I think is just ridiculous. Oh, the one you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so I'm not. I'm not, I'm just dropping them off outside. Rebel. Oh no, no, I'm just not going in. Like, there's the gate. I can see you through the gate. Off you go. 
just because I'll forget it one day, you know, and I'll just wander on and and someone, you know, one of the other parents will be giving me grief. Won't you? No. No, they won't do it to my face. They'll put it in a Facebook group. Oh yeah, yeah. To say, oh, certain people aren't wearing the mask in the yard. Obviously, above it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it uh, is a bit nuts. It's just normal. I just always got one. Yeah, and yeah, no, I've always got one in my pocket as well. But it's I just, weird. I have, I have forgot, and and going into Tesco and the security look at you to say, where's your, where's you your little lanyard? Well, they can't really, can they? Because. But it not could just all, not be all polite, visible. No, but he could just politely excuse me, sir, where's your mask? Yeah, yeah. I have a medical condition, no problem, carry on. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, when he just look at you and just let you carry on. But some people would take offence to that, you know that, don't you? Well, t- then people need to get a grip. And if they don't like it, then leave the store. Yeah, yeah. It's very it's simple, isn't it? We all got to play the game, or it all goes to shit. Yeah, You yeah. can't have one or two playing the game and everyone else just tossing it off, like. So you get offended by someone calling you sir and just asking you a question and well, you need to get a good with your shit like. You, you need to be woke the fuck <laughs> up. There is more to life like. Yeah. It, there, there's a lot to be said to a, to a punch in the face for making people like, why is the fuck Who up? Who is it? Is it Rogan who says it? But, um, um, he says something along the lines, then he's like, everyone needs to be punched in the face at least once, because when you've had one, you don't want another one, and then you wind your neck in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know we could really do one? My missus. <laughs> and I know she doesn't listen to the podcast, and that's why she needs one. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying it out loud. Yeah. She um, said to me, the other day, I said, do you, what, do you listen to podcasts? And she went, yeah, but it sends me to sleep, you know, that music in the background. I said, did that on the first one and not a single one afterwards <laughs> which makes me think you listened to the first one fell asleep fell asleep <laughs> during it and it's only about 20 minutes long and now don't listen to it so I've decided yeah. I can pretty much say what I want well, she's not going to hear soon find out oh, yeah 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 well I'll find out if she's listened to them I don't she when she gets offended by something I say but she's the sort of person that um you know, if like, um, say, road rage. She gets more road rage than me, and I'm the one driving. I can say she can't drive. Uh, well, you're right, she can't, but she can, she'll tell everyone she can't. My driving <laughs> instructor says I can drive. Yeah, yeah. all of them have. Yeah. <laughs> all three, she's had three driving instructors. We're probably about 5k in now to try and get her to pass the test. They yeah. actually booked the test for. Is it next year, March? Yeah, March, yeah, yeah. So it's still another, like, couple hundred quid before we get to that I've heard Jules has got skills, but... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think he might have bitten off a bit more than he can chew here. Yeah, JLD driving school. Big up, Jake. Big, uh... Big Jules. Julian's fucking... He's a I top mean, instructor, like... We'll if he can put up with her, then he's a top We're not instructor. saying he's a bad instructor by any way, shape or form, but if you can get this one to a test and pass, well... That's Legendary. it. Free, Legendary. free advertising for us for life. <laughs> Legendary. Yeah, because um, he succeeded when no one else has. Because like. she's she started now in this new hospital. Um, this new hospital that we built. She she's been there a week now. And, and what I've got to do because I used to right. She used to get the bus, which was fine, right. But then they they <laughs> they cancelled the bus service for COVID, and now they're running on this like one bus every two hours or something. And the bus is full by the time it gets to where we are. It just sails right through. Like, if it's got too many people on board, like... If, where does this one run from? From from Blackwood, the new bus. Well, it's not too it's not many stops, but yeah, I get what you're Yeah, there's a few stops on the way. And I'd say their limit is, like, you can only have 17 on the bus. When it reaches 17, that's it, out of service, and it just carries on until it, you know, until it gets to its destination. And then what's that shit shit bus? That's shit bus. So the, the bus stop could be full of people. So they don't put two buses on. They put like one bus on every two hours. And yeah, yeah. Half yeah. the numbers. So then I started taking it, or she was like blagging lifts off people she works with and stuff like that. And um, now she's moved to this new hospital. Now there's no bus that goes from near here to that new hospital. So what they've done is the uh, Ostrid Hospital. There's a bus that goes from there every like forty minutes over to the new hospital. Where does the bus go from there every 40 minutes? Because they put it on. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, they have a private one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
for anyone who needed to get from that hospital over to the other one. The only person that gets on that bus in the morning is her. She's literally got a, a, a 52-seater coach to herself. Burger? Every morning. Travelling style. Really? Yeah, yeah, but I've still got to get up and take her to there and then pick her up from there in the evening. So as soon as she can drive, oh, yeah. she'll save taxpayers' money <laughs> and she'll <laughs> save my sanity. <laughs> what time do you have to get up, mate? No, it's, we, don't, we can get up later now. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. When do you play? Well, I get up at half six, I mean, we get up at half six every morning. I'd love that. That'd be the time to do it. I'd give up five. I get up with a boy, get him up for school. Five every morning, have the house breakfast five, in work starting at six. Wheels turning. Yeah, well, we'll see turning, I'm there, and I'm there. Do you have a brew in that? Oh, yeah. Chat with the lads on the yard. Nothing is done without a brew, you know this. Well, it does at the moment, doesn't it, when we fucking yeah. dodgy fucking stomach. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we have a good crack, we have a good laugh. We have a good bunch of boys, though. We do have a crack, but, but yeah. And that's it then, just go. And there's, obviously, ex-army lads there. Um, yeah, you don't really see them a lot. Like, um, Budgie, obviously, you know, Budgie and Chris, he was in training with him. Well, I think you were in training with him. He did he's, in your, he's in your training photo, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he's the only one I got there. There's a couple of others, I'm not sure. But, um, that that quite that leads me on quite nicely. Well, what we'll, we'll be up there? Right, this week uh, I put it out there on on socials. On the socials. On socials that uh, I wanted to hear people's joining up stories. Obviously, we in the last week last week podcast has done is done the best podcast numbers that we that we've ever had. And uh, I've had feedback from I've had a lot of feedback this week from people saying, "Oh, we'd like to hear the journey, the the the, the soldier journey, you know, or whatever, what it's like to join." And then other people have said, "Oh, I've I've got a, like a kid who's thinking about joining. What's how does it work and stuff like that?" So we can give you our take. Now we joined twenty two years. I joined I joined twenty two years ago. So it it may have well, changed. Maybe. Ninety eight, yeah. So I'd start my process in ninety seven. Ninety nine, was Yeah, yeah. So into two thousand, I think. It will have it will change slightly, but not that much. I've been online and have a look, and it's pretty much the same sort of um, process, and it's all online as well. So um, you can listen to us talk about it in our experience. But you know, if you want to join or you're thinking about joining. Everything is there online. You can actually pretty much do it all online now, yeah. uh, rather than going into careers office. And that's why a lot of careers offices have closed. Like the career office I joined at, uh, isn't isn't there anymore. Which was that the one? Newport, yeah, yeah. yeah is that the one you went to? Yeah. Was it? So, um, yeah, we put it out. We put it out there to uh, a few uh, a few people, uh, and a few people have come back to us hilarious, hilariously. Funny, funny enough, Eddie, who is the one of the recruit recruiters that was in Newport Careers Office <laughs> when I slammed me tabs in there and said, oh, I want to join the army. Um, obviously, I had my mum with me because she was, uh, she had to sign the paperwork and she wanted me out of her house. Uh, so, she, uh, but he said, he can remember new, the, the uh, careers office at the Newport Kingsway uh, Centre and this young whippersnapper coming in <laughs> wanted to join the Prince of Wales, 101 joined the Prince of Wales, but instead of joining the RRW or the uh, Welsh Fusiliers, he wanted to join some English regiment. <laughs> As you can imagine, Eddie's Welsh. He's a uh, Welsh cavalry. Is it? QD, QDG. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, he ended up working for me years later. Just wanted ah, to throw that in there. Yeah. He was a colour bloke then and you got him back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking cracking bloke, actually, and he's a cracking worker. Uh, I was gutted when he like I'm still with the company that we worked at together, and I was fucking gutted when he left because he he was a top bloke. You know, his admin was on the fucking ball. Yeah. As you can imagine, you know, someone who's done twenty two in the army. Uh. So. We we we've been through your story before, but basically you were. You had a brother that was in, didn't you? Yeah, uh, my brother Don, he was a RRW. Yeah. And I was sort of like going that way, 
I joined up initially to join the RRW. And I thought, well, you know, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, it's like, mum and dad's so proud of him, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was just useless. Yeah. <laughs> useless. And useless. the fact he's called Donkey, because he's a bit of an ass. He was a lot of an ass. Um, but, um, yeah, you were thinking, I, I can do that. Yeah, it was kind of that. It was just, like you said, listening to everyone blow smoke up his ass, and I, yeah, I was going nowhere, doing nothing. And then thought, mm, yeah, go on then. Let's have a go If he can do it, I can do it. And then started going through the training phase of it. Um, and then he started going for his NCO, and I was like, ah, oh, this is never going to work. Like, Oh, so when you, when you went, you were like, all your paperwork was R- RRW? Yeah, right? I was literally, I went in, um, I was in what? Were you influenced by the person in the prayers office? No. no. He was RWF. Oh, was he? Yeah, which later on, like I said, see me later on when I got the battalion. Dave Crow, I can't think of his name. Not that I'm big. But um, yeah, years later, like I said, bumped into him and he was like, and you went the other way. It was a lot of lads I joined up with, um, obviously loads of fusiliers. Um, found out my grandfather was a fusilier. My brother was going to be an NGO and I thought, there's no way in God's earth he's telling me what to do. This is never going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and the lads I was in with, the RWF lads just sound, and I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to transfer over and go this way. Like, nothing changed, but like say, cap badge and everything, and then job on. Uh, and that, that happened, there was a lad in our training, Dave McMahon, um, Big Dave, big shout out to Big Dave, and uh, he, um, he was a kingo. He was yeah. one of the kings, and then um, he got convinced by the the uh, we did a Cheshire officer and a Cheshire full screw in our training platoon, and they convinced him to go to Cheshire because his grandfather was a Cheshire. Is it? Yeah. Uh, so there's a, there is a bit of that, you know. I'm trying to think which one's which, but like when we was in, um, Budgin, Budgin went in his RRW and then become fusilier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we went through. Phase one eight is literally I'm pretty sure. Sure it was that one. I don't know. But we got trained by parrots. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely hated us like I fucking hated us. <laughs> Crap hats all the rest of Because I was in Rhine platoon going through like whereas everyone else is all like other rifle companies and different platoons there. Like. Mons, I was in. Mm. I'm pretty the, sure my brother was Mons. Yeah, or mongs, as we were called. Um, So people join up for different reasons, and obviously, um, there's obviously you can enlist as a uh, enlisted soldier. So that means you can come straight out of school, go to the careers office, sign on the dotted line, and you go in as a private soldier, or you can go in as a as an officer. But you need a degree, or you need to be smart as fuck. Yeah. For that for that sort of shit. So with regards to sort of enlisted lads and lads that I know and we're mainly talking about infantry, um a lot of people come from like um from the estates, should we say. Yeah, mainly. I'd say the majority of uh of the Cheshire lads were from like council estates, working class backgrounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? If anyone was kind of clever or kind of smart, they just got the fucking piss ripped out. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's a strange way. They seem to be a similar bunch, didn't you? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Different, different people for different reasons. Obviously, we put it out there to, you know, and some of the lads have come back with their their sort of um, their stories. So, um, one of the guys, uh, Stuart, Stuart gets. Uh, get her in, get her in, get, gettings. Yeah, yeah. Why can't I say that? <laughs> get, get, gettings. Am I saying it? Gettings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he bro. was in the. Uh, sorry, <laughs> me. And he knows me as well. He's probably thinking you fucking mong. Um, <laughs> mong, but do what I say. Yeah. So he's from Stockport. Uh, we know he was in the Cheshire's as well, and uh, he went in on the Friday into Stockport Careers Office. Um, by Monday, he was on the train to Lynchfield to go and do his uh, yeah. medical. It that took me, quick. It took me ages. It was a few weeks. Like not, not that's not to ju- That's not phase one. That's to go and do yeah. his. Uh, what was it? What was it called? Like an assessment uh, weekend. What's it called? Yeah, no. it has. It's got a. It's like a medical. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So you, the assessment is it? Yeah, assessment. Yeah. Army was assessment. Army recruitment assess recruit. I don't know. Yeah, it was something. Okay. Yeah. We'll go through it in a minute. What what they actually do? Another guy, uh, just Chris Kelly on on um, Instagram. Uh, he never even wanted to join up. He got delivered back home by the police after being in a car crash. He'd been kicked out three weeks prior to this. And this is these are the sort of stories of it, you know, from from soldiers like. They had, some, some of them had nowhere to turn. But anyway, um, on arriving at the door with a nice friendly coffee, his mum said, why don't you fuck off and join the army? Um, I knew she didn't mean it, so I jumped on a bus to Bradford, went into the careers office, and that's where his journey began. We'll have to get him on that, sounds a banging story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then looking at his, um, looking at his uh, Instagram, Who's into the weights, Stewie? You'll like him. No, but he's lifting more than me already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and he joined the same time as well, as me as well. Uh, Ninety eight. He passed out. Uh, and, uh, he was a sickening lad. I thought you said he was in the army. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Talked on radios. Um, and then uh, Sweeno, big Sweeno, uh, another Cheshire lad. Heavyweight boxing champion, Sweeno. Um, again, never, you know, it was never sort of his intentions. He was a, an electrician's mate, and one day he thought, fuck it, I'll join the army. Went to Manchester Career's office on his dinner. Got told he didn't live in the right postcode, so got sent over to Stockport and, and ended up joining the finest regiment to ever grace the battlefield, which is obviously the Cheshire Regiment. Oh, ever, obvious. ever glorious. I could have had a million guesses and never guessed that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of the lads don't... It, it may not have been their intention. It may not have been what they thought. You know, some people just wander into careers office because they haven't got a fucking job. Uh, some, of them, some of them join up because family members do. Uh, yeah. You know, things like that. So my story is slightly different than that because... Uh, I come from a background of people that generally don't join the army. <laughs> uh, certainly not the British Army. to be different. Just the British Army. So I grew up in Northern Ireland uh, from the age of seven. And as, an, as a Catholic in Northern Ireland as well. And because uh, I'd moved there from, from Buxton and Derbyshire, had a really, very distinct sort of, you right, duck, sort <laughs> of uh, accent. You know, right, shag, how's it going? And um, which like a crap Paddy McGuinness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a poor man's McGuinness, like a poor man's Peter K. And um, so I got bullied for being, I got bullied for being a Brit, essentially. <laughs> um, and then I would see troops almost daily on the way to school. I'd see helicopters all the time. Um, you know, we had obviously bombs going off. This is the this is the eighties, so there was a lot. Of, it was always on the news. You'd you'd see troops all the time, um, and I lived in Portadown, and I lived on the Gabaki Road, which a lot of soldiers <laughs> will know because of you know the the old Drum Cree incident uh, incidents every year. Because um, of Drum Cree, and I went to Drum Cree High School. You know that's. I lived in the thick of it, and we used to play a game where some kids would be the IRA <laughs> and some kids would be the Brits. And I always had to be a Brit because I was a Brit. You're a Brit. You have to be. You have to be. Who are you going to choose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fuckers would ambush you with catapults. <laughs> you know what I mean? We used to get catapults with them um, and use raisins. As the you know, because it, oh, so it, it hurts, it hurts, <laughs> it's not fucking hurt. With a fucking black widow, wooden stones, is it? Yeah, yeah, and uh, black widow slingshot, yeah. I'm sure some lads swapped them for stones because some of them really did fucking hurt. And um, yeah, so he ended up, so he ended up going, Do you know what? This maybe, maybe this is something I want to do. Um, because he bullied you, you thought. I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll fucking join him. I'll fucking join him. And do you know what? I'll fucking find you, you cunt. You know what I mean? And um, so I, we convinced me and my sister didn't want to live in, in, in uh, 
in Northern Ireland. We fucking hated it. And um, we convinced our mum that it would be a good idea to move back to uh, back to England, uh, back to Buxton. And, and we did, eventually, convince her. <laughs> so we uh, we moved back when I was 14. I went into third year at school, what's that, 14? Not bad. Ended, ended, ended third year. Uh, and then we had uh, the army come in and, and, and do a chat with it. And I was like, it, the, the more I seen them, and you can think about what was on telly at the time. You had fucking Soldier Soldier was, was on telly. Shark. You know what I mean? I was getting to the age where I could watch films like fucking Top Gun and Rambo and Commando and like, and I was upset, like a little bit obsessed by it. And it was nothing like any of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I just thought, you know what, this is, this is for me. And I didn't know particularly what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to be a, a soldier. Not, not like I'll stand at the back and cut the sausage and eggs while you all go off and soldier. I wanted to be a proper soldier. Not a fucking chef or a... Not even a tank driver. I wanted to be the guy running around with the gun, you know? Yeah. So it, it was sort of kind of built into me. So I went to uh, Stockport Career's office first and I was too young. I was like 15 and X amount of months. I said, oh, you need to come back when you turn 16. Uh, by which time, me fucking mum had decided to move again uh, <laughs> to uh, to Wales. So... Uh, the best thing you ever did. Uh, <laughs> so I put it, I got a job then and put it off for a while because I was working in a sports shop and I was earning hundred thirty quid a week and I thought it was a fucking king. I mean, mum wasn't. I was living with. I was living. At, I was like fifteen, living at a friend's house. I could literally do whatever I wanted, what I could afford with me hundred thirty quid a week, and I give them like twenty quid to stay in their house. And uh, eventually, I was like, right, I need to fucking grow up here and follow this fucking dream that I want um, so moved to Wales and then you know pretty much straight away took me to the Grey's office and said we don't have any room for him in our house <laughs> you need somewhere to live and uh, initially I was going in the Royal Irish that was the plan to go to uh, the home service Royal Irish because I wanted to go back and see them contemplate <laughs> school I was like I'm fucking having you you pricks Um and then, I don't know what happened. Oh, I do know what happened. I got someone pregnant. That's what happened. How the fuck did it go from Irish to Cheshire, though? I've, I'm getting to it. Right, so I got someone pregnant, so I was like, right, I have to fucking... I have to support this kid, do the right thing, honourable and all that fucking Catholic bullshit. And um, uh, so I spoke to a few people, and they said... The, uh, the Cheshire Regiment, who were in Bally Kelly at the time, oh. are going to Chepstow. And Chepstow's 40 minutes from here. So I was like, all right, that that could work. And then they were like, do you like football? I was like, yeah. It's like, all they do is play football. That, and I was like, <laughs> right, we're living the fucking dream here. You know what I mean? Ah. And uh, so I went back to the careers office after initially saying I wanted to join the Royal Irish. And um, they changed my paperwork for me to change to the Cheshire Regiment. So uh, that was literally a thought process. It's just like, well, so I did it in Chepstow. Well, I'd met a Cheshire Stockport. Yeah. Um, so I knew when someone said, oh, the Cheshire, I was like, oh, I know them. And it could be people from like the area that I lived. People like people yeah. from Buxton generally go on the Cheshire Regiment, even though their county regiment would have been the, the Woofers. Yeah. Chet, the Stockport is the nearest careers office. Really? So that's where people, you know, um, and there was a few, there's a few lads from sort of Buxton and, and that area, like lads, like a new growing up who ended up in the Cheshire Regiment. And, um, but yeah, when they, when it was like, oh, they're in Chepstow, they're going to be there for two years. I've got a kid on the way. They play football all the time. They play football all the time. You know what I mean? They sold me on that. <laughs> and, uh, and I used to love football. Do you know, as I got older, I can't fucking, yeah, I can't watch it. I can't. I'd have a ball at my feet from the age of like I could kick a ball to I don't know 15, 16 well even in the army I, I like playing football but as I got older I'm like Jesus I can't be fucking arsed with that shit what a waste of fucking time yeah same I prefer watching rugby now Um. so yeah so then I went oh, same as you went to the careers office in Newport up the stairs 
because yeah. it was on like a, a first floor. It's like that mad like pound shop sort of thing underneath, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will Combs is next door. When you go in, you get the interview and all the rest of the crap, and you do your bit, and you go back down, and then you have to go back later on underneath for something else. Yeah. And then he gives you the kit list all the rest. Straight downstairs, bought a shit ton of wood and wooden coat hangers. <laughs> Keen as must. Yeah, yeah. So um, you do the you did the barb test, yeah? Yeah, that's a what up in Perth, yeah. No, 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 the, no, the test, the com- like... Ah, it's a computer one. So anyone who's thinking about joining, you go in, you speak to them, and you tell them what you want, want to do. Now, what I'd do is I'd research what you actually want to do when, when you join the army, because the people that are recruiting you have to meet, meet a quota. So whatever person you sort of sign and sit down in front of, whether if you're a Wales, it's like the Wales Cavalry, or it's a Welsh Regiment, or if you're in certain parts of England, you might have someone from the Royal Logistics Corps saying, oh, you want to be a driver. You know what I mean? You could say, oh, I'd like to drive things. Oh, and they've got you. Boom. You know what I mean? You could say that to an infantry guy and they go, oh, you want to drive tanks? Are we warriors? Blah. And they, you know, they try to... I know a lot of them like used to get that committal card, is it? The committal card? Again? Yeah, yeah. 250 quid for everyone yeah. they, they got through the door. Well, if they passed the training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, have a clear idea. Like, if you go in there and say photographer... They've got you because <laughs> you'll say, oh, you yeah. can take pictures in any yeah you can take pictures in any <laughs> or uh, like Colball said last week dog handler you know I mean? oh yeah yeah we got dog handlers you can handle <laughs> you can handle dogs right, you know in the uh, in this regiment you know so yeah have a clear idea if you want to if you want to be in research regiments research their history and and what they did and and stuff like that and you might something might just relate to you it might be a grandparent it could be you know, uh, a battle or, you know. I'm sure if you go on the army website, it'll yeah. give you, like... Options uh, of what to look at. There's a thing, like, what do you enjoy? Like a tick box sort of thing, and it'll come up with regiments that'll sort of, like, suit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you say, so, oh, I want to be a sniper, right? It, it you, yeah. You're not going in and then the first day you're a sniper. No. You know what I mean? It, you've got to get chosen to go on that course, which means you have to be, you know, you have to be a fucking good soldier. You have to be a good shot, you know, or... yeah. You know, like yeah, Stewie's and anti-tanks. Oh, I want to fire the javelin. Well, yeah, slow you, slow your horses. You got to actually become a fucking infantryman first before you can do that. And then, so yeah, do a bit of bit of research. You'll do a you'll do a test, um, and obviously, if you do well on that test, it give you more options of what you want to do. Like, you may want to be military police. I don't know why you'd want to, because <laughs> no one fucking likes them. But. Um, my buddy transferred out of the Wawa, so I went to military place. They are, they nicknamed the monkeys. I don't know why, you know what I mean? I don't think it's a race thing. I think it's, you know, maybe they had floppy hair or something back in the day. <laughs> hey, hey, we're the monkeys. We've got a speed camera. Caught yet, speeding along camp. Yeah, you know? Long camp. Uh, yeah, they're not liked. But, so... Our advice is to avoid them <laughs> at all costs. I mean, that's probably not helping army recruitment in any way. You know I mean, go to an infantry regiment, join the lads, um, be a proper soldier. And uh, so, yeah, you do the test, uh, you fill out your paperwork. If you're under 18, you're gonna have to have a parent or guardian there to, to sign the forms to say that, yeah, you can go in now. There's a little bit of vetting and clearance that needs to be done. Mine took forever because of where I grew up. (laughs) Because of, like, literally, our neighbours, when we lived in Ballyon Park, you know, we, the amount of times I got told to stop kicking a ball against their garage or whatever because I'm causing drama. You know what I mean? (laughs) From your mum's like, don't, don't do that. You know what I mean? And then years later, you go, oh, that's because they were in the IRA, wasn't it? (laughs) They were definitely in the IRA. You reckon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We did um I really did his house. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, we did it. An int. Um we were in Portadown and we did like an int. You know when they show your pictures of people, these are the people to look out for? Yeah, yeah. And someone I knew came up on that and they had to say, I'm I know that I know where that person lives, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's what growing up over there is like you just know who they are and you fucking avoid them you know what I mean you don't make eye contact when you walk past them yeah yeah Great. like where where I where one of the houses we lived in and it's not down now 
because it was a <laughs> fucking shithole. Like, a girl out of my class of school, her dad got murdered at the end of the street. Shit. Yeah, Laura, Laura McCann's dad. He's here. And I don't know what for, but, yeah, murdered on the end. Like, we literally come out, the police were there, and they were like, go that way. You can't go that way. They've been, yeah. a, they've been a murder. Or you'd be walking up school and you'd be redirected because, like, oh, there's a fucking bomb or there's a fucking raid going on. And coming up to like the, coming up to like the marching season, like we go and collect milk bottles off doorsteps and hide them in like people's coal bunkers. And as a as a you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven year old, that's just fun. The big kids want us to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's it for? They're gonna make petrol bombs. You, know, you don't don't think you don't think like you see a police, you know, hotspur or an army snatch and you're like, Oh, where's a stone? <laughs> that's that. That is your mentality. It's still like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your fucking mentality. So, yeah. So my clearance took a little bit longer, like eight months longer. <laughs> I think it was a good eight months to get the uh, before they could go. Yeah, right. Because the, the the amount of relatives we had to put down on the farm, like my aunt, one of my aunties had a shop on Gavaki Road at the time. <laughs> Auntie Eilish had a shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she had a shop, like a like a fucking fruit and veg shop. You know I mean? Mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to join. <laughs> um, and then you go, you go for your assessment weekend, like we said. Now you do, they they pay for your your train tickets. They go down there. Uh, we went to Perwright, so you had to go. What was the train station? Like Basingstoke or somewhere like that. So um, I think it changed to Basingstoke. So. Bracknell. Bracknell. Yeah. Is it bright enough? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're there to pick you up. They take you to camp. Um, you go and stay in a little, you know. And, and and for me, 16, this is the first time I'd stayed in like a, a room of like 12, 12 other blokes. You know what I mean? It was a bit weird. They obviously take you a little wash shave kit and stuff like that. And I wasn't shaving at that point. I mean, I just about got fucking hair on my balls. <laughs> and, um, and then you do um, a fitness test. So... The fitness test has changed now from when we did it. So we did a mile and a half. You had to do X amount of pull-ups and you had to do um, press-ups and sit-ups. So 45 50. press-ups and 50 sit-ups, I think it was. 50-50, right? Is that what it was, 50-50? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you had to do a run under a certain amount of time. I could run, and I had no issues. Mile and a half was like 10 and a half minutes, was it? No. Yeah. Yeah, 10 and a half, I think. Anything under 10 and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was doing them in like seven back then. Bleep test, yeah. You do a bleep test, did you? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And then the next day, if you if you passed all that, then the next day you do your medical. And you sort of kind of do like a round robin where you get your ears tested, your eyes tested, and then you do the cough and drop with the doctor, <laughs> which is a bit of a... Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially as a 16-year-old. And the doctor was old as... You know, it was like an old man just grabbing your nut. I thought that was a whole shit. I thought that was just people trying to wind you up. Yeah, yeah, because you get told about it, don't you? Like, oh, you've got to drop your, you drive, drop your pants. Like someone is, oh, I came before. I came before and, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I, I a lot of lads are too skinny and they've got to put on weight. They, they, like, you need to go and bulk up. You're not heavy enough. You know what I mean? And then some lads like, you need to drop a few pounds. <laughs> and you know your eyes aren't good enough or your ears aren't good enough like a lot of people get weeded out at that point and don't yeah. you know uh, one of the lads from our gym who does um, does um uh does bjj with us he 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 didn't pass his medical and he was fucking devastated about it you know what i mean really? young lad you know what i mean fit he fucking choked you out you know what i mean but for whatever reason didn't 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 pass his medical so some people don't get past that point, so don't you know, don't get disheartened if you don't. Yeah, the lot get picked up. Twenty hour, yeah. What's that? Heart movement. Heart yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of them dropped out because that. Yeah. Yeah, and we, I think, I think it was about thirty or forty people there, and I think maybe ten of them failed the medical. Um, and then um, and then you do an interview, so you have to bring a like suit. a smart yeah suit. I had to yeah. borrow a suit. I had to borrow a suit off Bruce, my stepdad, for it. I don't know, a suit at 16. I mean, didn't have shoes and trainers. And um, you go in and you speak with an officer and, you know, as long as you show that you're willing. It's not like you can't really fuck it up at that point. 
Yeah. That's if you're taking drugs. Don't take drugs. No. Don't do it. You know what I mean? It's certain, you know, they'll pick it up. They'll pick it up <laughs> on the test, I'm sure. Yeah, it's crazy, like, it is just, yeah, it's a million miles from normal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like said, some other bloke grabbing your junk and telling you to cough is the weirdest thing in the world. Like, As a 16 year old, <laughs> you're like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> there was some like this kitty uh, brownie. I don't know where he went on to after that. I remember just going out thinking, Christ, I've just been violated. <laughs> thinking, I wonder if anyone else had that. And everyone just had a look on their face, similar to what you had. <laughs> no one said a word. And, you're like, and then right. Brownie came out and said, that old dude in there just grabbed my junk. <laughs> and that was it, you know. Lifted the mood straight away. Yeah, he was yeah. laughing, like, thank God he was normal. He's done it to everyone. <laughs> it's the first time you like go to the cookhouse, <laughs> isn't it? It's the first time you see what aren't... And it's a training camp. Perfect's a training camp. So there's yeah. like... You hit, see troops marching around and stuff like that. It feels very army It's um, It's kind of a million miles away from your, a regiment. <laughs> what are you going to get? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you know, but it's certainly a, a, an eye-opener. And, you you know, you probably know after that point whether you know, this is... You know, well, saying that, though, a lot of people drop out of phase one as well when they find out yeah. what it's actually like. But um, they, if you pass that, you go back... And then, yeah, you get the, the kit list from the careers office, right? You need the X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And you get like 30 quid, don't you? You get like, well, no, maybe, it's, maybe it's only a tenner. You get a few quid to go and get a few things that you'll need um, to, to bring like an iron, ironing board, and you know, things like boot polish, boot brushes, yeah, yeah. wooden coat hangers. Wooden coat hangers. <laughs> what I'd say is get your hair cut nice and short before you go. <laughs> Otherwise, you get butchered when you get there. Um, <laughs> make sure you've got a decent iron and ironing board. That's paramount. Um, if you're going to buy coat hangers, make sure they're wooden and make sure they're all the same size. All the same. Yeah, all the same. Uniformity is just is going to be the key. If you know, I'd, I'd get your dad to show you, or you, you know, some you know, show you how to shave properly. Yeah. That, that yeah. would be a tip, wouldn't it? You do have that when you get it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, first day. Like yeah, that. everyone in the everyone in the washrooms. This is what you do. Yeah. Uh, this and is then how you do this. This is how you do that. Polish boots. It's yeah. Then you go in and swear your oath. Yeah. So you dress up smart again. You go in swear your oath of allegiance to Her Majesty and her officers. Queen Shannon, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then bit of handshake. And uh, there's your train warrant. You're going to love it. <laughs> and on your way. Now, uh, Eddie, who we spoke about, who was in the careers office with me, it was either him or one of the others said to me, just do as you're told. As long as you do as you're told, you don't question it in any way, you'll be fine. You'll be taught drills. Learn them drills. Drill them drills. Do them over and over. And I didn't like it. Drills? Like, learn drills. I was thinking actual <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not till you get there, you go, oh, damn drills, you've got to learn. Be the grey man, stay in the middle, don't make a name for yourself, but yeah. good or bad. And that's what I did, you know? You get amongst it, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, uh, so that's the sort of joining. It takes up. a couple of days, weeks to get into it anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Nice. And next week we'll talk about the that, that, that part of it, that, that part of the journey, um, I just wanted to go over like the actual joining up and the reasons why people join up. Um, but yeah, it's it's nothing to be scared of. I mean, it's just terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I just build them up for you, then knock them down. <laughs> anyway, it goes it's, it's, like anything, and if you're not scared, then well, what are you doing it for? Yeah, it is it's insane. But like when you come out the other side of it, it's like, oh. I'm, you feel better for it. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> and you to meet some white characters. Even at that point, you meet yeah, characters. I mean, yeah, like that lad Brownie. Like I don't know where he went after that. I still, still remember, remember his name. name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's literally just for that. It's just like making you laugh and it's yeah. job done. Like ease the situation. <laughs> right, I want to add a, a bit of a new feature to the podcast. Cheeky. Um, We've done shout-outs before, but I want it to be sort of a permanent thing. Are we going to really shout it? Or? We're going to shout it and scream it from the rooftops. Um, I'm going to call it Charlie Charlie One. Calling all call signs, Charlie Charlie One. Oh, I do. Yeah. So, uh, a 
put it out there on, on socials. And I think I'm going to do this more now and put things out and say, right, what was you, your experience yeah, about? Two it? feedbacks and look where we take him. Look at me, I'm getting <laughs> really excited. Um, so I put it out there. If you're a veteran business or a veteran organisation or a veteran charity and you want us to sort of shout you out and you know put a good word in for you or direct people to your, your social media or anything like that, we'll happily do that for any sort of veterans. Um, you know, I... I want to be able to support the, the the veteran community, and that's what this whole podcast, you know, has been built on sort of supporting mental health and supporting veterans. So, um, obviously, I put it out there. Two, um, two lads have come back to me, both ex gestures They're the only people I'm friends. Hello, start ad people start add me you and I. I don't know them on Facebook. It's getting creepy. Creepy. <laughs> just, just weirdos. The numbers are wiggling up, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first I want to give a big Charlie Charlie one to uh, Rocket Race in the down in the southwest. Uh, Dave Bird, it's his company. What's this, Instagram or? They're on, just... they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook. Their uh, website is www.rocketrace.com. I don't know, that will be in it. Yeah, rocketrace.co.uk um, is their uh, webpage. So what they are is an obstacle. It's basically an obstacle fun run. Yeah, that's it. Um, and they run events throughout the year. The next event is on the 24th of April, 2021. And, you know, it's a fun day out. If you were like a business and you wanted to build, do like some team building or anything like that. I think we should do it, to be honest. I think we should go and... Oh, I don't know. You get a medal. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so you go, like, the, 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 from 10K, anything up to sort of um, a marathon in length, and you you, know, you basically race and go over obstacles, and it's and it's more about just making it. <laughs> rather than it would be for us anyway I'm sure there's like people, can, people yeah I'm sure yeah, yeah it's called Apollo their, uh, their next race um, and there's obstacles and stuff that you need to do and you need to get around it and you're going to get muddy and you're going to get dirty but you know if you're a team and you work as a team I'm sure you'll do you'll do great uh, and Dave is a is a cracking lad that was in the army with a great boxer and you know, it's his business and we you know, we want to support him. They're down in um, in Somerset. So they're not a million miles away from us. No. And we could we could potentially go and do it. This is yeah, a lot could happen. I might I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, the tenth of April not the tenth, sorry, the twenty uh, fourth of April is a long way off. Yeah. So um but yeah, go along, look at them up on uh, on Instagram and, and Facebook and uh, go to their webpage, there's obviously links there to weird. that. Uh, what's that? 24th of April, I think of a week. That's the week after the wedding. Oh, is it? Well, potentially. If your yeah. wedding goes ahead. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just reading another stag, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, on, yeah, the Rocket Race OCR um, on Instagram. Instagram. And you can find them stuff. And they've got like merch and stuff you can buy from them. And it's pretty cool merch as well. I, I like it. I like the, the medals too, and, well. and the medals, yeah, the medals pretty sound as well. Yeah, uh, and face coverings and that they've got. Yeah, so yeah, check them out. The uh, the second shout out is a uh, from Chris Huxley, a guy who's in the army of cracking sniper. Chris Huxley. Yeah, Chris. Oh, fuck, you know Chris, don't you? I was gonna say, where do I? Know? That's the lad who's in Canada. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, he messaged me um, to give a shout out, and we're gonna fucking <laughs> we, butcher the name th- of this. This is all you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna I I'm gonna I'm, I'm English come Northern Irish. Maybe if I did it in Northern Irish accent, it might come off. You've been practicing for hours. You got this. I gotta get it. Yeah, Pontito. No, Pont. See, ta. Pansy Tufka Chapel Tea Rooms. Right, I spell it, and then so I'm giving you a warning now. Fair warning. Write this down or type it straight in. 
It's P-O-N-T-C-Y-S-Y-L-L-T-E. Yeah. And it's it's a uh, it's a tea it's a chapel tea rooms there. Uh, the postcode is LL twenty seven TP, and uh, it looks lovely, mate. It looks like a proper nice place to to go and get you know like a scone and, and a like a cream cream cake or whatever. Love cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now I messaged Chris, who's been on the podcast before, because his I knew his parents lived up there. I remember we, we said he was going to do the uh, Chris Berman Day. This is he was going to do the the pull of the canal boat. Well, that got postponed because of COVID. So that's now happening on the tenth of April. And I said, Chris, do you know what the you know? I messaged him. Do you know this place? How do you say it? And he literally said it on on the WhatsApp. Recorded, yeah. Recorded, and sent it to me, and I've been practicing it, and still can't say it. Ponsikovta. <laughs> that was a bit better, wasn't it? No. Ponsik. Ponsik. It's moving on. <laughs> it's got two L's in it, so it's like it's all right. Well, where he's going from? Because there's a viaduct there. It's the longest and highest viaduct in the UK. Ponsicofta viaduct. That sounded better. Yeah, because yeah. I said it quickly. Ponsicofta, but and um, that was a, an Indian guy saying it, and uh, <laughs> he lives in um, he lives in Wrexham, and uh, uh, so he. There, right, what the fuck am I at now? Right, so where Chris is going from, this tea rooms is across the road. So on the 10th of April, go and visit this tea rooms, have a brew in that, and then go and see Chris, go and pull this barge. Two birds, one stone. Boom. As, and it, honestly, look it up on uh, Instagram. It is really nice. Uh, Do burgers Pons- as well. Yeah, Ponticoff, the tea room. And... Uh, yeah, lovely building as well. So uh, shout out to them. If you've got a business and you want us to, uh, like you want us to shout them out, as long as it's like veteran in some way related to veterans, we'll we'll do it. If it's if it's not, you're gonna to have to pay for advertising. It's as simple <laughs> as that. Uh, we're doing this for free for the veteran community. I also want to give a quick mention. Uh, to Janet Moss as well, who has started listening to the podcast. She went straight. She went back to number one, and she's making her way through them. And I said, because I know her son Phil, I said I'll give her a shout out on the uh, on the podcast. You know, because he's a vet. Her son's a veteran, right? And uh, and I've met her. She's a lovely lady. I stayed in her house once, and that's how well I know her son. <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, and her. Granddaughter is my goddaughter. So thanks for listening, Janet. We appreciate it. In fact, we appreciate everyone who's listening and everyone who's sharing and everyone who's like I, I went on iTunes and I never go on iTunes, but um Mary's iPad was lying around. And I thought, let's see how the podcast is doing on iTunes. And uh, it's on there and like people have left us five star reviews on on Yeah. Yeah, where's where's Roberts who's on the uh the mountain bike page. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he left us Fair a five star review and a little thing. So if you if you're listening on, on Apple, if you put a five star review and a little comment, it just boosts up the Apple sort of not the chart, but it boosts up the the chances of it being Fair. on the like for you page or whatever, you know what I mean? As in <coughs> oh this might be something you're interested in for, yeah. for different individuals. Um but yeah, like if you can like comment and if you can share it and just get you know the more numbers we get, the better it will be for the, the businesses that we're shouting out the veteran businesses. The more news we can get out there. Uh, the other thing I want to do, and it's more um, veteran news or like a fucking mention in dispatches, is um, all call signs, which is on Facebook, is an organisation um, based down in um, Portsmouth. And they've got together with the NHS, and I've shared this on my social on, on the social media for um for the page. They basically got together with the NHS to put together this um like if you ring one 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 now and you say I'm a veteran, within six hours they'll have people call you back. Uh, you know another veteran appear who 
has you know, similar experiences and training in dealing with uh, sort of mental health issues. So fair play to them for doing that because it's fucking spot on. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That that is what we want. If you if we get that sort of nationwide, that would be amazing. At the moment, I don't know if it's based in the southwest and it's on and it's only service in the southwest. It's a southwest NHS yeah, trust. Yeah. Uh, but if we can get that around the country, even if we could get like a call center or something like that, no way the the Samaritans have theirs. Samaritans I think are that's great. what it is, isn't it? If you go through the one job done. Yeah, yeah, and you got to, but you got to let them know that you're. Yeah, you got to ID yourself. Yeah, yeah, ID yourself as a veteran. I've wrote that down somewhere, but I can't find it. Um, yeah, so ID yourself as a veteran, and then they'll get a veteran to call you back. Yeah. So you're not speaking to, because I know how hard it is to deal with the series. You can't tell them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that you know. Yeah. So they on Facebook. There's a group all call signs. You just go on there, find them. Everything's on there. It's yeah, everything's on there. Yeah. One second, I'm just just one second. I need to say that because we haven't even got to mark yet, have we? Um Where's the other one still going? Yeah. Yeah, so find them on Facebook, find them on, they're on Instagram as well. Uh, they've hit me up, I said I'd give them a shout out, and then, I said they hit me up in the week, and then I said I'd give them a shout out, and then this come out, which just, you know, sort of fucking blew me away. Uh, Their yeah. logo's quite cool, cool as well, so it's all called signs, and they've got like a plane, a tank, and a boat next to them, boat, ship. And, uh, you know, They've got quite a few followers now. They're over seven thousand followers on there. On the street, yeah, that's yeah, mega. But but what they're doing is cracking, and exactly is that is exactly what we want for the veteran community. Right, final sort of mention in dispatches. I wanted to add another feature, but times times getting on. Maybe we'll do that next week. Maybe I'll tell you about it this week, and then we'll do it next week. But I want to give a final sort of mention in dispatches. Mark Tunner who is, again, a, a, a former Cheshire. And if you know anyone from any other regiments that do amazing things, let us know. But these are the guys <laughs> I know. Uh, Mark Turner, uh, you'll find him, uh, Mark Turner Training, on uh, on uh, Instagram. He uh, He's a, a, a wounded veteran. And uh, he's been accepted to the world's strongest disabled man competition. Uh, himself and another guy um, from the Wounded Warriors uh, are going to do that, which I think is just amazing. It's awesome. He's, he's literally, uh, he's not wallowed in the fact that he's injured. He's gone out and proper made something of himself. And the fucking shit that he can lift and bench and, it's awesome. and yeah. press on his legs is fucking unreal. Like, we, we've had a scroll through his Instagram, and Stewie loves the gym. You know what I mean? But it's like... Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's uh, not embarrassing for you, Stewie. It's it's someone to look up to and go, <laughs> right, I need to get to that point where I can... Yeah. When I can press 580 on the legs. Yeah. I think I'm away from it. <laughs> That was in like 350 and yeah. that was a push like. So uh, go to um, go to Mark's uh, Instagram, Mark Tonner's training and uh, give him a shout out. Give him a fucking well done. He's fucking doing it. Yeah. He's doing it's it for the fucking lads. Mental like. Yeah, he's like there on deadlift. That's like over 200 kilos. It's, yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Considering he's injured as well yeah. and he can and he can smash that out. Um, And he's a coach as well. You know what I mean? If you're up in the... Uh, I think he's based up in Catrick. If you're up there in that area and you want a, like a personal trainer who's proper motivational, uh, yeah. then give him a give him a big shout out. I'm proper impressed with that. Oh, I'd love to go and watch. He looks so like watching the video with him deadlift, and he's got the 
well, it's like a strap in it for the one side, and he's trying to lift, and you can see it like yeah. So you're off balance as well. It's, it's hard enough to lift anyway, surely, like without having the added pressure of you know, like being pushed off balance with it. Like. But yeah, phenomenal weight, fair play, real, real impressive. Like. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, a million miles away from that. <laughs> so massive shout out to Mark because he's fucking doing it. He's doing it. He's not fucking rested on his laurels or, or um, you know, gone into himself because he's injured. He's absolutely smashing it. Yeah. Right. Is that a pod? Are we nearly there? Oh, yeah. What I wanted to bring in another sort of feature. Um, I want to bring in like a... And maybe not, this isn't the correct word for it. Like a fucking... Things that fucking grind your gears... That, How much time you got? Yeah. <laughs> Things that grind your gears, right? And we make it... Um, we make it like we put them on 6 and 10. So if you've got like a mate who's a fucking knobber who doesn't get the round in, you go, right, my mate fucking John is a bit of a dick. He fucking won't get a round in. We'll bang him on 6 and 10. Yeah. How does that work? We'll just fucking say, John... Six and ten showing fucking getting around then. <laughs> so if anyone doesn't know, right? Yes, kind of forget the civvies listening to this. Six and ten was if you if you fucked up in the day. So you know, show parade. It's a show. It's a yeah. It's a six o'clock is a work parade, and then ten o'clock is a show parade, and you had to do both these parades. So say you got inspected and you'd forgot your notebook. You'd be like, you six and ten tonight. You know, showing notebook or your ID card or your dust on your berry or you were caught on the grass or, you know it could they could literally put you on 6 and 10 for anything they just wanted to piss you around 6 and 10 character building yeah 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 and um, so we want to do a similar sort of thing where something pisses you off do you know what just an example someone pissed me off this week do you know when you uh, go to Aldi and you <laughs> and you uh, you're in the queue and the person in front of you Instead of them beep when they beep it through, just putting it in their basket or their trolley and taking it over to where the benches are where you can pack the bag. They pack the bag at the till. I do that all the time. I fucking hate them people. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You've got if you've got to be rapid, yeah. like rapid, or get out the fucking way with your shit. <laughs> go over there, pack it, and then get on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've got a fucking drink and a sandwich here, and I, I want to hurry, you know. My phone's ringing. You're very hangry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and honestly, I'd be like, boom, six and ten showing, packing your bags a bit fucking quicker. How does that work? I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't I'd, care. I'd love to do that to a city. <laughs> boom, six and ten tonight, on parade, outside here, showing how to pack a bag. Uh, maybe six and ten's not the right word for it, but I just want to know what people's gripes are. I mean, yeah, 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 show parade. We'll put people on show parade. What was the craziest thing in training you got put on for show parade? Show bed made and I had to take my fucking bed, <laughs> the whole fucking bed, down to the fucking guard room to show that my bed was made. I can't remember what we did, but we literally had to go through every order of like uniforms. So you just like everything. You had to oh, change parade. Everything, yeah. change parade, the whole lot. Like, and to the point where we got the last one thinking, happy days, that's it. Went off. They gave us another one and it was turtles. Ah, oh, right, yeah, the fuck. We had to go down dressed as turtles, camping up the lot, like, you had to have, like, a sweeping brush, whatever it was, you had to have the whole shabonky, green belt, sleeping bag round you, it was insane, like. <laughs> I wonder if there's a picture of that on the internet, I, so I would fucking do. put that up or what? That would be class, but, uh, yeah, we had to go down as turtles. <laughs> we had to take your bed, that was awesome. Took my whole bed, I'd, like, two, one of the lads had to carry it down with me, it was made, and obviously when I got there, it was like kind of untidy, so I had to tidy it up and then stand next to it for the parade, right? <laughs> he come out, he found dust on my bed, and I had to go back the fucking next night as well. Oh, you had to take your bed down again. I had to take my bed down again. <laughs> Two nights in the fucking row. Awesome. That, you know, well, I've seen people fucking carrying their lockers down there, you know what I mean? What's the craziest thing you failed on the locker inspection? So, so it was a sock. 
I come back from the laundry like an odd sock. I was like, that's not my sock. I don't like sock. It's like an extra sock in me laundry. I, I had me six pairs all folded. And I was like, I've got this extra sock. Where's this, you know, where's it? So I was like, right, fuck it. I'll just stuff it in this bag in the top of me locker. You know, the, you had the bag and you put your, your, your Tipex, your, your name yeah. on the bottom of it. So I just put it in there, right? So we're doing a locker inspection. Anyway, he finds this sock. He's like, what the fucking smelly sock going in there? He's like, it's not smelly, it's a clean sock. Come back. And he obviously didn't let me fucking explain. You stole it. <laughs> you either stole that sock or it's a dirty sock. Why is it a dirty sock? And he, he literally, this was in phase one. We were lucky enough, we were ground floor. Yeah, he took my locker and he just threw it out. He threw it out the window. And when I went to go out the door to retrieve my locker, he said, Where the fuck are you going? You go with it. And I had to go out the window after, after my locker. I fell on sad socks. <laughs> so yeah yeah so when you fold in yeah so the whole inspection and he's like eh, eh. and I'm sat there and I got that face on like I fucking got him here yes and he looked at me sort of smiling he's like you think you have me today I was like eh. <laughs> it's got to be good like, yeah it's good and he's like it's good it's not great and then he just went and started to build up for the anger sort of thing you know <laughs> it's just like whoa where we go with this I thought that was great and then it's like one thing I can't stand in this man's army is sad socks and basically, when you roll up your socks, and it, and normally, yeah, you, you sort of like it's hard to explain it over the mic, but you know what I'm on about. Yeah. Yeah, and the socks you stack them in, and they all smile. Well, yeah. mine are all the other way. They were uniform, but they were all sad. And then, yeah, that all took hours, hours and hours and hours. And like you said, yeah, sad socks out the window, the whole fucking thing. Like. <laughs> It's all character. We were on the ground floor, so a, a lot of the time we'd see people's like kit landing on the ground. So I was like, <laughs> like, oh, they're doing a locker inspection upstairs. The worst moment I think we had is, um, I think it might have been Lichfield, and everything just went out the window. We were in like second floor, or whatever, and it was raining, boggy as fuck around the back. Everything went out the window. I think we had the weekend off, so we thought, and then we all had to go back round, and then you had. Can fall in three ranks, mark time over everybody's kit, all your clothes, everything, and then you had to spend the whole weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, get everything cleaned, bosh, back in, and then try and pass a lock inspection on the Monday. Like, with the oh, character, oh, character building. <laughs> they were the days, eh? You uh, see, now, the amount of people, kids going in now, it's just, it was yeah. last, like. So next week, we're going to talk about phase one. So if you've got any sort of horrific phase one stories, you know, locker inspections, fucking, you know, corporals that were torch just torture you for fun. <laughs> if you've got anything like that, then uh, give, give us a shout. If anything that's griping you, let me know, and we'll, uh, and we'll address that. Um, hit us up on the socials, Instagram, The Broken Veteran, um, the Broken Veteran Podcast on Facebook, The Broken Veteran Podcast on YouTube, where the first 10 have been uploaded. Uh, the, they're a video, but it's just a video of pictures of, of the logos for the website, and then you can hear the audio in the background. Um, and I think that's it, mate. Yeah. Hopefully this is uh, recorded, because we were having a few technical difficulties there. The Issues. End. Yeah. And uh, we'll speak to you all uh, next week. Enjoy. Peace out.